0: Welcome to the Conceive Believe and Achieve podcast. I'm your host, Sean Garris. You know, you know, I think a lot of us get into coaching uh, as an extension from our athletic career. You know, um, you know, when you get a little bit older, you know, the bumps and the bruises uh, take a toll. Um, you know, the the knee surgeries, the uh, the rotator cuff problems, uh they do more than a little <laughs> than ache. Uh yeah, so I think, you know, as we get older, we progress to the point where, you know, yeah, we you know, we don't want to get beat up anymore, so we 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 make that transition to coaching. Uh and sometimes, you know, some of us do a good job of it and some of us don't do a good job of it. One of the things I like to do is actually uh or lo- what I have been doing is trying to better myself as a coach. Um, you know, sometimes you can take it through uh, you know, various coaching certification courses. I just took one this weekend, the uh, Respect in Sport, that was offered by my um, organization, uh, Canada Wrestling. Um, But the other thing I I like to do, I just don't, you know, for me, I I just don't wanna do, you know, those certification courses, because I think, you know, they're great, you know, you get your little lessons here and there, and they tell you to be ethical, they tell you, you know, what you need to do as a coach, but there's so much more that goes into coaching, uh, you know, knowing this board, of course, the technical portion of it, you know, you can't just jump into, you know, for me, for instance, for me, I can't just jump into swimming and and think I can coach. I mean, I could take start taking the, the you know, level one, level two courses. But would I be a really effective coach if I didn't have any training, prior training in that? I don't know. Uh, I really don't. But one of the things that I've done. That I've wanted to do as a coach is better myself by talking to other coaches and and individuals and educating myself, you know, and how they became, you know, maybe the elite coach that they are, or you know how they're, you know how how they they've progressed through their their coaching journey. Um, you know, this podcast has actually made a real, you know, for me it's been a real amazing journey because I've got to meet some really cool people, you know, starting the to name one is you know Jim Richardson from the University of Michigan the former swim coach you, you know you think that a swim coach couldn't teach me anything at all because again I'm not a coach in, in swimming but man the conversations i had with him and we talked about how you know kids learn um you know and and, and how they they you know to get the more out of their training for them you know the one things in the discussions that we had uh we talked about you know the uh, what is it, uh, the growth mindset. Growth mindset is something that I've heard about, you know, teachers talk about in schools, and maybe you as a parent uh, have heard your children talk about the growth mindset, their t- their teachers talk about the growth mindset. It's, it's. I believe it was Carol Dweck who wrote the book on it, um, you know, and that's the, the reading that, uh, actually, Jim Richardson um, gave me as homework. Um, It talks about how, you know, fixed mindset individuals don't get don't get far in sports or, you know, academically or in anything, really, because, you know, they have this fixed mindset that, you know, things happen for a reason or things happen and you can't do anything much about it. You know, you can't change change things in the process. And, you know, some athletes go about that. You approach their sport that way you know okay well i lost can't do much about it i'm just going to go back to you know back and and just keep training and 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 enter the the competition again um and that kind of mindset can limit you in your you know in your success uh the growth mindset you know if you're if you're a proponent of it is basically you know let's say let's say you take a loss for uh, you know um uh, a, a, lo- a loss in the sport, or maybe a, a setback in in academics. It doesn't matter, but what it is, is looking at that challenge that you had and going back and saying, okay, well, let's look at the solution to this. Let's look back at, um, and it could be chess. You know, it could be chess as well. You know, this is a, chess is actually a really good example of it. But, you know, when you lose a match in chess, you know, it's, it's really good to go back and look at you know, what happened? What led to that loss? Same thing with sports, of course. You get into sports and you say you take a look and, you know, you, you you can play armchair quarterback. Well, why did I lose? Um, why did our team lose? Let's go back and take a look. Okay, we did X, Y, and Z very well, um, but we didn't do, you know, the others very well. Um, so, and that what that enables you to do is go back and say, okay, well, you know, if i had done this x y and z i probably could have changed or had a better outcome uh, in the process those are the things the controllables and that was one of the things that jim spoke about was the controllables you know you you control uh you you have um, the ability to do things to control various aspects of your game there's other things the uncontrollables like the outcome uh the way the other team is playing the whether your competition is playing you do not have any control over that. What you do have control of is is the effort you 're putting into practices, the effort you 're putting into your competitions, your mindset when going into these when practices and competition those are a couple of the things that you know you that are controllables those are the things that you could really do um you, you could really you know focus on to change your game again you know focusing on the you know the uncontrollables isn't going to really help you well i lost you know and you dwell on that dwell on that dwell on that um not going to help you really progress and change the next outcome now you know and, and i watched this actually in a football uh, flight football game um a couple weeks ago where a young kid um was thrown the ball and of course he dropped the ball in a crucial moment um and then afterwards he dropped the ball twice when thrown to him after war when that game was finished uh what had happened is as you could see his you you know his demeanor uh he was he was he was really really upset with himself um and I think in sports, it's okay to be upset with yourself, and that's you know one of the things that I did tell him um, was that you know you listen you you have you know some time to really feel sorry for yourself. Go ahead, feel sorry for yourself. It's it's okay to feel sorry for yourself, but the, the challenge for you now is to get over that feeling sorry for yourself because it's not going to help you. It's not going to get you anywhere you want to be because if you want to stay in this state of you know, and I've watched him for maybe about 20 minutes where, you know, he was, he took himself away from the group. Um, He didn't participate in any kind of, you know, and the the team had a break and they, you know, he didn't participate in any of the, I guess, uh, team building stuff where the kids were, you know, talking to each other, joking, throwing the football around. Um, He really thought that his performance, he he dwelled on his performance and and he just, he put himself off the sidelines. And that's why I had this conversation with the young young lad, I said, you know, listen, go ahead, and, and I'll tell you where I got that idea was from um, an Olympian, actually, Oh Okufu, um, you know, she's a wrestler, and she's, again, somebody that I've spoken to with on the podcast, but that's one of the things that she talked about was, um, you know, how, yeah, you know, as an athlete, yeah, you can get, you know, feel sorry for yourself, but yeah, you know what, now's the time. Once you're done feeling sorry shows, now the time to, to rebuild yourself. and That's where the growth mindset comes in, um, you know, and goes, okay, yeah, you know what? Okay, yeah, I, I screwed up, but you know what? I'm going to go back and get my mindset straight. And I'm going to participate with the, the other kids. I'm going to go and look at what I did wrong. I'm going to throw the ball with them, work us on my focus on, you know, on, on catching, on the techniques. Et cetera et cetera and for, for instance, the next game, of course they played a couple games that day. so and I can tell you after that conversation, after watching the kid get back in uh, with um, with his team you know at, you know in between games and start playing around with them joking around with him, you see a transformation and the kid went back into the game. Although he didn't catch passes, he started playing defense and he was switched on uh, a man and you know it, it was it was really cool to watch. Um, you know, just this this, this transformation and in, in you know in, hey, I'm not gonna feel sorry for myself anymore. Bang, I'm gonna get better uh here. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna allot some time to uh to feel sorry for myself. I digressed a little bit, but the reason why I wanted to go into that story is I wanna say that, you know, this is what I've been trying to do with my coaching journey, is to enrich myself through the people and the athletes, the coaches and the athletes that I've come across and develop my own coaching methodology so that I can maybe not just technically but you know mentally enrich my kids as I start coaching the children and the youth that are within my wrestling room or in you know on my team uh so that they can become not only just good athletes because I think the mental aspect of sports definitely will transfer over to their personal life as well there's things that, you know, we, I've learned in sports, you know, you know, overcoming adversity. And that's one of the big things, you know, a lot of athletes will talk about. They've learned through their sport to face adversity. Um, one of the things, uh, you know, I just watching this weekend, uh, Michigan at the Rose Bowl. Uh, you know, Michigan, those players have faced so much adversity with their losing their coach over suspension twice. Um, you know, they've basically been, you know, performing performing, performing, performing on their own, and, you know, in every second of the way they're facing adversity and they came out on top. But those lessons that that they learn through that sport that is going to take them, you know, when they graduate, when they become lawyers, doctors, uh, or whatever they the career they choose, they're going to be shown that through that sport that, you know, when they do face adversity... You know, you have the tools, the mindsets to overcome those sort of things. And that's, I think, one of the best thing a coach can do to pass on kid, to kids is show them. And again, you can do this through the gross mindset. Carol Dweck, again, is the the author, I think, of, I think it's Mindset is the book, um, that, that, that you can overcome things. If you go back and you take a look at what I did wrong or what I could do to improve my journey, uh, I think that adversity, be, again, um, could be challenged, and some people can overcome it in those manners. And that's why this podcast exists. Tell you the truth, it's it's well, you know the conceive, believe, and achieve podcast is about you know the journeys of coaches. It's about the journeys of athletes, but it's also about the journeys of the individual because you know through sports, and I think through other people's journeys, and again, uh, you can become a better individual. Um, and just hearing about, you know, th- these coaches, and that's what I'm doing, to tell you the truth. Because um, I'm talking to athletes, and I'm talking to to coaches, um, and it doesn't matter high level or low level. I'm talking to them, and I'm learning lessons myself. And it's not just lessons that I'm taking into my own coaching domain. I'm taking them into life. I'm using them as a parent as a person, as a co-worker. These are things that I'm utilizing. And I hope that you guys out there would be listening to this podcast and saying, you know, yeah, this is why I listen to this podcast. Because you know what? There are some really good things from some of these guests that are coming coming through and I'm able to utilize for my own, whether I'm coaching or whether you are Um, You know, uh, you utilize them as a coworker. Yeah, I can, you know, if you can take this into a domain at work. Again, like the Olympian, Ohana said, uh, you know, you can feel sorry for yourself. So you may have something really bad happen to you at work maybe, but you can feel sorry for yourself for a little bit, but you know what? Get up and do something about it. Because if you dwell and you dwell and you dwell about, you know, that crap happening at work, um, you're always gonna have that cloud hanging over your head. But in the minute you do something about it, maybe something else is going to change it. Or you go back and you look, like, okay, I got to do this better. Boom. Okay, good. Now we've created a better environment to be in. So folks, uh, that's just my, I guess, I am not sure, 10 minutes feel or something like that for you. Uh, hope you enjoyed this chat. I will uh, um, implore you to uh, share and subscribe and leave a comment uh, if you can. This is the Believe... And achieve sorry conceive believe and achieve podcast and i'm your host sean garris uh, i've coached uh, at every single level of my uh, my domain whether it's jujitsu or um wrestling at the university of york or york university um and again high school and then of course grappling uh, at the world level at the three world championships so yeah that's what i'm trying to do is better my coaching journey and, and make myself a better person at the same time hope you do that too